my wonderful listeners. How are you today? Welcome to my relaxing boys section, Spark Series with Soul of His Heart. And I, Olamilika Okipion, is your host. Oblinini Oblinika. So, before I move an inch to whatever pinnacle that I possibly can reach in order to make um, today's section a wonderful one, I need you to know that you, my beloved listeners, are the real MVPs. Now, now they give me ginger. Um, today, unlike my previous works, I'm going to employ a different standpoint in my narratives, more like I'm seeing a movie with clearer and concise voices of people who shared um, their personal experiences with me, um, their personal experiences with this dreadful, contemptible, despicable, and eight-worthy set of crude men in black uniforms, men who are unrefined members of the currently infamous, yes, in quote, infamous Nigerian police force. SARS. It is no longer news that many young Nigerians have lost their lives due to the overbearance and unprofessional behavior of these people who do not harbor any iota of discipline or ever had to be judged and even handed in carrying out their operations. Instead, they, are, they have been a bane, like a bone stuck to the truth. They are instruments of ironies and absurdities, constantly inflicting fear and making even innocent and hardworking citizens feel insecure. So today, I would like to share with you the experiences of some friends who too are at some point in their lives being victimized by the same SARS. Let's hear them. My name is Olabi Daniel Hayodeji, and this is my experience with the SARS, the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. It's a beautiful morning. I was traveling from Oyeikiti down to Obomosho. It was, we are on long break, yes, we are on long break, and I had to travel from school to meet my parents at home. I was close to entering Ilomi, almost at the border of Ilomi, between Ilomi and Oyeikiti. Then I met the, this particular group, FSAS. They stopped our car. I happened to be the only guy in the car that day. They stopped our car. They asked me to come down. After coming down, they asked me to drop my bag. I came out with all my bag. They collected my bags, searched all my bag. They couldn't see anything. The next thing is for them to ask for my phone. They checked my phone. They didn't see anything. And then they, they looked at me. I had a nice haircut. I was looking okay. I had I had a good dress on me, so they couldn't find anything to 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 to, to fight me with. The next thing is they had to research my bag again, checking all everything in my bag. In fact, my boxers, they were shaking my boxers. And at the end of it, at the end of the day, the guy searching me, the particular SAS officer searching me, just picked up my bag and maybe due to um some things or anything happened there's a little sand in my bag it just packed out those and i was like this is weird this is weird all of them just ganged out on me thank god i was courage courageous enough 
to stand with them that day and tell them i have not i have never been a smoker in my life i've not smoked weed in my life i did not even recognize weed this is pure sound this is sound that was what i was telling them that day and that was what saved me at the end of the day the sas man was just like okay initially before the sashman they asked me where i was going to i told them Obama show they asked me why are you going to Obama? i said that's i'm going to my parents that's where i stay so at the end of the searching the the sas of that was just like i hate to boom show people and that's why i just want you to i just want to arrest you for like i was like for hating obama show people you have to arrest me this is how i was in fact the day i was scared because the moment the guy said this is weird all of them pointed their guns to me i was scared already it was god that actually saved me and because i had to stand with them and tell them this is no weed police brutality must end sas must end if any youth will live peacefully if any youth will live peacefully sas must end between oyekiti and ilomi i have to meet sas six times i met sas six times on the road and what guarantees me that when next i'll be trying back tra- traveling back to school i'll be safe passing through the same route again won't i be the next nigerian youth that the sas will kill that brutality must end thank you very much daniel Owolabi for sharing your encounter with us and i must confess that was really really very awful very awful so now let's um hear from messi oye johnson okay i was coming from church with my garments i was driving down okay then i saw a bus coming directly to my lane man who is these people who are these people rather so it just stopped me that was the first time I saw a gun in my life. Okay. I don't want to start mentioning the other times that God saved me. They wanted to, you know, slap me and I was like, what the fuck? I check if you know, I have my laptop in my that was what I told them when they stopped me. Peace to I saw peace for the first time in my life. You know, seeing four guns seeing four stars holding guns and then you, you don't know what to do. You don't know what they would do next. What if they they, 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 they shot me that day? What would have happened? I mean, I, I just told them, I'm coming from church, from VG. If you need to, even before they asked me, I told them, if you need to check anything, eh, I have my laptop in my in my boot. Should I open it for you? For you? Before they knew it, the file laptop in Jadi unlocked my laptop. Umo, I was pissed. One even brought gun. Even when I bought my car, safe. One brought gun to the car wash where I was washing the car. One brought gun like, and showed me under his shirt like this oh god I was like hey Billy thank you very much Messi Oye Johnson that was really really very awful and saddening um still on the matter let us listen to a Biodun checkup I was in year two then so I had to just come home for a very very important reason we we're, were not on break then these people stopped me they searched my bag i was like they were like okay who are you i'm a student blah 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 the university equity and what do you do for a living i'm a student they said no sir so they, they stopped me they searched my bag thoroughly poured all my things down my clothes regardless of the pain i was going to use it to put it put them back they poured um, my clothes down. We were searching without seeing anything. 
eventually they brought something out of my bag they were like you smoke weed i was like i don't smoke i don't drink so who was this um so they planted weed in my bag so i had to just give them five thousand because i was they were telling me all sorts of things that if we get to the station, we will roll girl as a thief. Blah 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 blah. blah. I just have to drop the last five thousand just to like avert their problem. I just let me see that. Let me see. That was my first experience with SARS. There are so many others. That was my first experience, and it was painful. Cause... Good evening, Nico. Yeah, basically, the only time I've had encounter with all these uh, security personnel officials was when I was going to Busu uh, in Zamfara from. Zaria in Kaduna. So I was told to, uh, our boss was actually moving and I was told to get down. Of all the people in the bus, maybe because I look different, I, I don't like a northern, I don't know. So when I got down, they were like, uh, I think I should identify myself. I was like, I'm the cop member. And they had to actually just make reference to my hairstyle. And what hairstyle was I rocking? Something that is just normal in Southwest. Uh, area of Nigeria, Nigeria generally now. They said that I was rocking Afro or something. They didn't say that, but that, that was what I was rocking. And I was even trying to explain to them that, okay, fine, I've stayed in camp for a whole week. I've stayed with soldiers that have not for once told me this time rocking is bad. All I was saying fell on deaf ears, and because I know how they work, I don't want them to cook up stories of uh, accidental discharge. And they are, men, I don't really understand their English isn't well seasoned. I had to part with 500 other particular days, so I will get to go um, so in time. So that's the only time I've um, come in contact with uh, security person. Thank you very much, Kuli Agbet Louis, for sharing your experience with us. And lastly, who else or read the criterion of selection and choice that the job is only opened to ex-convicts i mean ex-convicts i beg who they reason all this thing now how facetious i mean in a country where justice is tentative you don't even have to imagine how many people are in prison for crimes they directly did not commit and you can imagine someone coming out of prison having groomed enough acrimony for the society and you give these people guns you make them ambassadors you make them watchmen of justice and um, security i mean look at this some of them were even convicted for crimes they probably did not commit. I mean, what, 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 what are we expecting? What did we expect? This explains the dysfunctionality in duty or the dysfunctionality of duty and purpose. I stand here with people on the street protesting, crying, for SARS to be completely scrapped, to be taken out completely. I support this. We want to feel secure and safe again in our country. Thank you very much for taking your time to listen to my podcast.
always remember that you are the real MVPs. I love you guys. Bye.